forgot that one. <laughs> I don't know how to do a fucking spooky laugh like like they do. Anyway. Welcome to the world famous award-winning podcast that has never won a damn thing and nobody knows about. It's a podcast about fucking everything. No, it's literally just a podcast about everything. And it's still the most wonderful time of the year. That's right, motherfuckers. It's still October. I thought this would be a great way to come in for the episode. Go ahead, Mike. I'm just going to let this ride for a minute. I did try to scream. What the fuck, man? <laughs> so I wanted to start this podcast like this because you, this is thriller, thriller. Uh, do you guys? Do you guys know what fucking sleep paralysis is? I know what fucking sleep paralysis is. I know exactly what it is, all too well, and I still like don't believe in it too much. Let me go ahead and turn this shit down a little bit. Yeah, so back to it, man. Sleep paralysis. I have struggled with it, or at least what they call sleep paralysis. I've struggled with it since I was like a teen, and I kind of like knew why I was going through it, I guess, because I was like in a like a really fucking dark time. I was doing a lot of things that I shouldn't have been doing and for some reason it's it's coming back, but I don't think this is like sleep paralysis. Well for first let me just explain myself. First of all, you guys can get to know me a little bit more. We're gonna try to get to know me every fucking week. That's what this is all about. Me, you guys learning me and me learning you guys, the listeners. And I don't believe in sleep paralysis. I believe that it's an actual connection to whatever is beyond or whatever was here before or currently. Like, I think it's that. Whatever you think that is, then I'm rolling with you. I can probably find a way to say, yep, I think you're right there. And I don't think you're going to be wrong if you say it's everything but sleep paralysis because I don't think it's I really just don't think it's that so but anyway I went through it last night I've been up since 3 30 a.m somewhere 3 30 ish a.m I'd say and it was so fucking weird like I wake up because I felt like something was pulling my fucking blanket from my fucking leg right I noticed I'm like, yo, I'm fucking sweating, dude. Like, what the fuck? How am I sweating? But I, the fan, I sleep with the fan in my face all the time just to make sure I'm not fucking hot. And my fucking forehead is like super, my head, because I have a bald head, it's super fucking sweating. I'm like, this isn't right. Like, am I coming down with a cold or something? I'm kind of doing that, you know, trying to fill out my chest real quick. That noise, I don't know what that noise was. I think this is the noise that I make when I'm trying to see if I have any phlegm in my chest. So, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's that noise. <laughs> but anyway, it's 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 a laughing matter because I always am happy when the sun comes up after the fact. Yeah, man, I just sit there and I'm like trying to think about shit. Like, why am I sweating? And a lot of other weird things have been happening throughout the day in this same spot. There's If I place anything on this chair they fall to the ground like it's just a fucking remote control or a phone last night it was my keys i put the keys there and the fucking shit just dead center in the chair man this is not a fucking leather chair this is like a fucking like a couch chair like like you can you hear it i just scratched it that's like a fucking couch chair like that's the 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 fabric i don't know it's like wool or some shit maybe even a little tougher than that you fucking corduroy almost i don't know but the fucking keys shouldn't be sliding on this thing is what i mean all of a sudden the keys just fucking fall to the fucking floors like pow i'm like what the fuck so i i turn for the quickest thing that i have and it's a phone and i turn on the little you know your little screen display and i look for the keys i toss those inside of a bag i'm starting to get a little bit into these crystals now man and i know it's typically a woman thing but guys are starting to get into them and i need something to 
to bring good energy in and good energy out and you know just things that that I'm trying to learn about I don't know much about it now and hopefully I'll have somebody on the podcast that can talk a little deeper into these crystals and shit to just keep your energy and your aura and you know try to keep all the bad things out but yeah dude it's like I don't fucking know like what the fuck is going on with why why are these objects falling in the same spot I was leaving the house one day and the, the fucking literally the fucking remote just flew and cracked on the floor and I'm like what it's going on so it was really weird because I'm not new to this but last night was new because sleep paralysis is when they say your body your mind wakes up before your body I think that's what it is you can go ahead and kill me if I'm wrong on that and you're basically in a state where it feels like something is weighing down on your body most people say your chest for me, it felt like it was my entire body because I still couldn't move my feet. Back when I was a teenager, I still couldn't move my legs. You know, I couldn't roll over if I tried, not using my torso, nor my hips, my arms, my neck, nothing. It felt like, you know, that, that ride that makes people kind of sick when they go to a carnival and you're like stuck to a wall. And if you try to move, the gravity won't let you fucking move or it feels like it's just going to suck your fucking soul out of your body that's what it kind of feels like like you're just laid down gravity is not working with you at this point and neither is anything else meaning you can't scream you can't fucking say anything you can't whisper you can barely like like get anything the fuck out of there so usually when this happens you see like um a figure of some sort Oh, is this motherfucker here right now? Motherfucker. Hold on, guys. So, sorry about that pause. I had to see if uh, they were, the construction workers were here doing some more banging on these uh, apartments next to me. But it looks like it's a little down the street. They're banging pretty fucking hard, man. Yeah, so usually you see like a dark figure. That's at least what I've seen and I've done my research and it's kind of what some people see. They, some people see deeper shit. Like, I've never seen like an actual fucking face. I've just seen like... a a tall ass dude in the corner almost dressed like the undertaker it looks like that way but like i said it's, it's super dark so i don't know if he has on a trench i don't know if he has on a, a or a she i don't know if they have on a, a muumuu or something but it looks like a fucking top hat or something like that and he's just standing there man he's about as tall as a fucking ceiling and um that's what usually fucking used to happen to me and back then i had a cat and you know they already say cats have one foot in one foot out are two foot, two feet in, two feet out, would it be for cats? Because they have like four legs. I don't know. I had a cat and my cat would just be right there. Like he knew what I was going through. Like he'd just be right in my fucking face. He don't move. He's just staring at me like, dude, if I could help, if my little fucking arm or if my little legs were strong enough to push you out of this, I would. But it looks like they've got you fucking pinned down right now. And it was never multiple. The closest it's ever got was like right at the bed, like the, the, the bedside right at my feet. And I talked to one of my aunts about it and she's a really spiritual person. And she was like, uh, I, I go through it sometimes. I've went through it before as well. And, you know, do you sleep with the closet open? And I'm like, you know what? I kind of do sleep with the closet open. I have no idea why, but I do. So she was like, you have to close that closet. This can sound crazy. I know to a lot of people, but fuck it. If it's fucking crazy... If I need to be on some type of meds, I am not objective to that. You might be fucking right. The doctors may be right. I don't fucking know. But it helped my mental. Me believing in shutting that closet door, for me, it felt like that's when it all stopped. Now, I'm years away from that, so I can't tell you if that actually worked. But I can tell you that it always happened at 3 o'clock because back in those days, you wake up 3 o'clock turn on your television for me uh black entertainment television was on <laughs> you guys may know it as BET and they used to have BET uncut which was a very cool thing to look at as a teen as a male back in those days it was a cool way to get your rocks off if you needed to but that was always on fucking television at 3 a.m so I always knew that that shit was going to happen it got to the point where I either wanted to stay up past 3 a.m. or, you know, just to be able to deal with this fucking shit. But again, I also was trying to transition into a new life 
and stop doing majority of the terrible things that I was doing and the way I was living at that time. So I don't know if the fact of me changing my lifestyle and closing the closet door or whatever had anything to play in the reason why this shit stopped. Maybe it was me changing my fucking eating habits or whatever. I don't know. But the shit's back. And I am in the best shape I've ever been in my entire life. So it can't be my eating habits. I fucking rarely drink. I socially drink now, which is a fucking hand clap round of applause to me. Because that shit, I didn't even know that people really did that. I'm like, well, you're a fucking liar. If you tell me right now that you drink socially, like you could just drink when you go out and shit. But no, it's possible. I do it now. Which is pretty cool because I used to just get fucking hammered. Like fucking no fucking pun. This is something I don't know if they use it anywhere else. And you guys might fucking cancel me. But. Well, I used to get fucking white boy wasted, you know, and I wouldn't be fucking uh, appalled if somebody said, yeah, I get fucking black boy high or some shit like that. That's just we get high all the time as black kids. Sometimes we at least I used to. I was a pot fucking head in my fucking youth. But yeah, man, I used to get fucking white boy hammered, man, like super fucking white boy hammered, you know, and they just start screaming for no fucking reason. Like, yeah, woo, that's how the fuck I used to get hammered. But now I don't. And um, I think that could play, had played a factor in it as well. But now that this shit is back, I don't know what the fuck to believe. I don't know what's what. I don't know if it was just that, you know, I was off the calendar for a couple more years, maybe, you know? Maybe they were like, yo, all right, we'll see him again in 15 years. He he made it through the first fucking trial. I don't know. I don't want to say it's fucking aliens, man. I don't know what the fuck this shit is, dude. But I'm not crazy enough to just go out there and start fucking putting it on fucking the news or something. I guess I am crazy because I'm speaking about it now. But I'm sure other people go through this and have their own answers on how they fix their situation. And that's the reason why I have this fucking podcast is for us to communicate and talk about shit that we, you know, we have in common. So anyway, going deeper into what happened last night, it was just a weird situation because now that I'm up, you can feel the energy. But do I feel the energy or am I making myself feel this energy am i making am i putting myself into a state of fear because this seems all too familiar the only thing that wasn't familiar was i didn't i wasn't pinned down there was no gravity holding me down there was no uh as they say an old hag holding me down there was no me not being able to move i could speak if i wanted to literally it just felt like the dream I was having too that's the fucking crazy part like it was a nightmare me and my kid's mother had gotten to an argument and one of her friends was there somebody she was talking to and I was driving a car that we owned together and I had to reverse the car and as I was about to make some type of reconciliation with her and it felt like someone was about to touch me in the fucking nightmare I woke up and felt this cover feel like it's being pulled from my leg. So that fucking scared the fucking shit out of me, man. I'm like, what the fuck was that? So I kind of just chunked it up to maybe my leg was hanging off the fucking side of the bed. The fucking cover was following it or leading it. I don't fucking know. But then again, I'm super hot. Now, am I super hot because I was angry in the fucking dream? Is that why I'm fucking sweating like this? Like, I don't know, dude. It was all too fucking weird for me. And I didn't go to sleep. Well, I I think I did go to sleep. I just turned on the television. I rolled over and um, just tried to go to sleep for another fucking hour because I'm pretty much up at five any fucking way. That was another thing. Like, I'm looking at the clock before I decided to look at the fucking clock, look at the phone. And I'm in my mind, I'm like, please don't let it be 3.30. Please, anything with 3.30. Let it be fucking 4.06. Let it be 4.15. Anything. Let it be 2.30. Just don't let it be 3.30. And when I looked at the clock and I had been sitting there saying this in my mind for a couple minutes and I look at the clock and it says 3.42, I'm like, fuck, here, here we go again. I don't know if I can take this again, man. What the fuck, dude? I don't know if I can deal with this again. And I think that's another thing. Is it stress? Is is your mind like mentally in overdrive? Or is this what I think it is, which is 
connection to the outer realm. You guys have to let me know. You got to let me know if you've gone there or if you've known people or if anyone has been through some traumatic shit because I don't want to be fucking going through this, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. I can tell you guys another fucking secret. I'm sitting there and I didn't give a fuck to look to see if who was in the fucking room. I didn't give a goddamn. You wasn't going to get me to look up at any, especially because I can move too. Like, before, you look around because you're fucking stuck. But this, I wasn't stuck. So, I'm like, man, I am not fucking checking to see who the fuck is in this room right now. Because it doesn't it doesn't feel like someone is just broken in your house. That's not the feeling you get. You know if you hear somebody going through your shit or somebody's doing, you know, in your house ain't, ain't supposed to be there. But this don't feel like that. So, your mind automatically says, dude... Don't even pay this shit no fucking mind. But anyway, I am going to stop there because we are fucking 16 minutes into this shit. 15 really because I let Mike take us there first and then I broke into it. So I'm going to just stop there. There was an old saying when I was coming up. I was thinking about it on one of my jogs. Um, Bros before fucking hoes. You guys remember that fucking saying? Like, what the fuck was that about? Why... Why is it bros before hoes? Is it be, who made that shit up? Is it the guy with no fucking hoes? You know, is a guy with no chicks? It was like, oh, you do. You need to put your your friends before these women. Like, why? In my fucking all my years of being here, the girls that I was fucking with had my back way fucking tougher than the dudes I considered my friends. I don't even fuck with 90% of them guys anymore. 95, dude. We can even take it to a 97 if you want to be fucking honest. I don't deal with 97. And I still think I am giving these people a little more benefit of the doubt. I think I can press it to a 98.5% of these guys I no longer have any relationships with or would like a relationship with. Seriously. I'm not one of those guys who bang the hood and fucking... Where your day one's at. Man, fuck that shit, dude. Those niggas either get you in shit you don't need to be in, get you fucking killed, or get you put in fucking jail, my nigga. That's where my fucking day ones is. Out doing shit they want to fucking do. I don't give a fuck what they're doing. How you feel about that? Not to take anything away from that culture. I understand that it's significant in the West Coast. I'm from here, but I just don't fucking give a fuck to be hanging around niggas like that. I'm straight, my G. And the bitches, oh, excuse me, excuse my language. And the women that I frequent with were just way more thorough than these dudes, man. They had my back, you know, if you were short on something, they spot you there. You know, they tell you what was going on and... They were just way more cooler. I just like being around the girls that I have relationships with way more than I like to be around dudes, man. Like that just just it just is what it is. They're to me they're fucking hilarious and you know, like it's just a way better relationship for me. So I even though there's a guy code, I have to stick to a guy code. So I can never just throw a nigga under the bus for you know, if it's his girl or anything like that, I'm not going to throw him under the bus and be like, yo, you know that nigga doing? Like, I don't do that. That's shit. Yeah, I can't. I get you there. That's where you put your bro before your hoe. But I'm not about to sit here, choose you to hang out with over my girl. That's a no. I'm not about to go out with you to some fucking party and my chick wants to hang out at the house. No, that's potential ass. That's a guaranteed ass right there I can get. So I'm not fucking with you there. If she wants me to go out to eat, chances are I'm going to go out with her to eat. Instead of hanging with you at the game, my nigga, you my homie. I can do that anytime. I don't have to put you over her. My G, what the fuck? This seems a little suspect right now. And I don't give a fuck what your sexual preference is. But you're not going to sit around me and, and not tell me what your sexual preference is. You have to tell me what it is. And then we'll just rock from there, my G. But you're not going to make it seem like I need to be lonely and be able to fuck with you all the fucking time. No, man. I don't get. I don't go for that. I'm glad I don't have a fucking son because I would have to tell him, dude, fuck that bro before a whole shit. Anybody tell you that you don't fuck with them anymore or don't or you need to know where to keep them because that shit there is for the birds, my G. I still talk to when I told you I do I no longer have a relationship to 98.5% of the guys that I used to consider friends. I still talk to a good 75% of the women that I've had relationships with. Yeah, there you go. There it is. And they're pretty, still fucking pretty cool. I mean, of course, we we aren't in a physical relationship like that. But for the most part, 
we still can laugh and joke and everything like that. It just doesn't need to be taken there. I don't want to take it there. It just doesn't need to go back there. But for the most part, I can see them in a crowd or see them out and hug them and say, hey, how you doing and whatever else and how you been? Oh, you got kids now and this, that, and the third and get invited to a shindig or something. Like, it's still fucking cool. I just love women way more than I ever have any of the homies like that. But that is what it is. I do have a few good fucking friends. But at the same time, you just know where you have to know where to keep these guys because everybody, nobody's going to admit it to you. But most times, if you if you consider yourself a person of importance, even if you're not, even if you just hold that confidence, you're, you're going to make the same sex mad. doesn't matter if you're a woman, doesn't matter if you're a man. If, you, if you're a man and you have homies and they consider you some type of figure where you always got shit together, there's going to be jealousy involved. There's going to be some type of jealousy and admiration. Are, it's a very fucking thin line there. It doesn't matter. It's it's there. Nobody will fucking really admit it to you, but it's fucking there. Uh, and everybody wants to be in fucking competition. And I've never been. I've never felt like I had to be in competition with anyone, especially any of my friends. I was always just in competition with trying to make myself the be- a better person than I was yesterday. I I don't. I'm too much of an introvert to ever give a fuck what anybody else is doing. That's just the way I'm wired. I don't. I can care less. If you having success, that's great, dude. I I'm not even paying attention when you tell me I'm literally genuinely happy for you. I'm so happy that you're succeeding in life. I hope that you continue to progress. I I don't look at it like, yo, that nigga's there. I gotta get here. I'm too fucking much of a narcissist. I'm too much of an introvert to give a fuck what anybody else is doing. I am too far in my own head to have any competition with any body of the same fucking sex or the opposite sex i just don't i don't see it that way forgive me already but yeah man i just don't i don't get bros before hoes i just never really just never really dug it i just never really fucking did and then you fuck around and do your research and figure and you find out everybody else is doing the same thing dude these niggas is out here pillow talking you think the nigga who talking all this fucking pimp shit nigga i'm a player i got this and that then you wind up going to talk to one of the chicks that he's fucking with. And they're like, no, nah, he's a lover. He's a, he's a sweetheart. He would never fucking cry. This nigga, get, he pays for my nails each and every week. You know, my phone bill paid and everything else. I'm like, this guy's a fucking trick. You know, now wonder. He's trying to say bros before fucking hoes because he's too fucking scared somebody's going to take his girl away from him. These are the same guys that would never bring their girls around either. You know, you got to watch those niggas too. Like, yo, where all these girls you're talking about, why you never bring them around? And every time you do bring them around... They end up liking me or some shit. So I understand where you're coming from, dude. It is what it is. Insecurities are a motherfucker. You'll find them really deep-rooted in the environments that I come from just because it's a crab in a bucket mentality and we're all bringing each other fucking down to try to rise to the top. And people are exposing people's insecurities, things that they have no fucking control over just to make them be on the same level as they are, which is a terrible thing as, as well. But... That's a whole nother fucking podcast. I just thought I wanted... I just wanted to talk about the fucking bros before hoes things, man. I know that shit is not just in my community. I've heard it in Caucasian communities. I've heard it in in, uh, Asian communities and Hispanic communities, dude. I've heard it everywhere. I don't know where that came from. It's like the the stop snitching shit. Oh, stop snitching. Even though I don't agree with what Daniel Takashi did, I don't agree in that. But at the same time, there was a lot of manipulation in there but if you're living by those those guidelines my friend if you're living that gangster code then there's certain things you can't do you live by it you die by it my friend so that's why i don't agree with the takashi shit but for us for the rest of us for the rest of us common fucking civilians the fucking taxpayers fucking squares out here dude you fucking do something to me my g you better believe i'm i'm at the fucking police office nigga i'm putting you the fuck away man i don't live that fucking lifestyle never never fucking claim to so the whole fucking stop snitching movement was a piece of fucking load of fucking crock they're trying to scare fucking common civilians and they're not telling on them when they're selling crack outside their fucking house no man you gotta get that fucking shit up out of here go down the block go do that shit in front of your grandmama's house but you're not gonna do it here you know why because boop boop them motherfuckers is rolling up nigga you fucking right and i did it yep i told them too to do something about it because if you come over here and start shit on my fucking step i'm gonna blow your ass away that's how i feel i ain't with that shit and i would rather just call them folks on you terrible thing 
to fucking have to call the cops on a black man, but it is what it is, dude. Don't don't bring no shit. Don't it won't be no shit, motherfucker. But you're not gonna fucking manipulate me to say I can't call the police if I'm in fucking danger. That's what the fuck I'm paying them for. That's what the fuck they get paid for, motherfucker. It is what it is. I do not live nor abide that code. I was not ever put into a fucking gang because I do not want that fucking code. That's point blank period, dude. I had close enough friends who did all that shit and I knew that the shit just wasn't for me. No, I don't claim shit. Not no baggage. Not even a fucking briefcase. You won't see me claiming a fucking lottery ticket. How about that? Yeah, man, bros before hoes my fucking ass stop snitching. Fuck you, dude. So AEW came on. It finally aired. TNT. Cable. And it was fucking phenomenal. I'm not going to get into all the matches. Just because I, I think it deserves its own fucking podcast. So I'll, I'll do that another one. This one is kind of been mixed up. We've been talking about other things. But I do want to say big congratulations to Cody Rose and the Young Bucks and uh, Chris Jericho. And everybody else at AEW. That was a phenomenal show. You guys should be proud of yourselves. I did see that they actually killed NXT in the ratings, I was going to go into that next, but since I just mentioned it, we'll do it all at one time. Um, they killed NXT, which is WWE, for all of the people who don't know out there. WWE has been basically the Walt Disney. Vince McMahon has been Walt Disney of the pro wrestling community for a while now. He's shut down pretty much all of his competition. There have been little markets come along and be able to compete like TNA and New Japan Pro Wrestling is pretty fucking popular, but it's overseas, so you have to go overseas to be involved in that type of shit. And there, you know, there's really been no other fucking promotion except for WWE. Now, when you think wrestling, it used to be oh Hulk Hogan, but now you think WWE. Um, and now there has been a promotion to say fuck that. We've got money too, and we're gonna start trying to, you know, knock this shit, tr- try to ruffle some feathers, man. And they're doing it. Killed them in the ratings. 1.4 million viewers to, I think, WWE's 800,000, which is fucking phenomenal. I hope they keep it going. Anybody out there who is a pro wrestling fan, even if you're not, dude, you don't even have to watch it. Majority of us are on our computers anyway. Just turn that shit on. Put it on mute if you don't watch it. And just give these guys the fucking, uh, the, the fucking viewership because we need it right now. Even if AEW doesn't stay around for the long haul, WWE needs to change. Just point blank, period. I looked at that crowd at AEW. I was so proud. I'm like, it's nothing but adults out there. That's fucking awesome. Nothing but adults brought these tickets, which means there is still an adult demographic out there. There's still an adult demographic that wants to watch pro wrestling. A lot of us grew up on it. Yeah, some of our stars have faded off and done other things. Stone Cold is no longer around like that. He's not a full-timer. Neither is The Rock. Triple H is, you know, running behind the scenes doing this thing like a lot of the mankind the same undertaker's barely holding on oh i get it so you want us to fade with them but we don't we grow with it and we want our kids to grow with it and their kids to grow with it like if you were a football fan they don't give us this opportunity they try to phase the adults out of pro wrestling and say well they're grown now they won't buy merchandise they won't buy tickets do it for the kids they'll have to force their kids we'll have to force them to buy a ticket for their kids but the content is just terrible, man. Like, what kid are you aiming for? Are you just aiming for the five to eight year old demographic? Because right after that, dude, they start to get personalities and understand that this shit just isn't cool. But AEW does seem cool. It does seem like they're more based on athleticism and actual matches than they are storylines and fucking gimmicks. So, big kudos to AEW again, man. I hope that they continue to succeed just to shake up the platform of the pro wrestling scene. I think it was a very good look. I can't wait to go to a show. I know the tickets are going to be way cheaper than fucking WWE. So, if you ask me, hey, do you want to go to a WWE show this year or twice a year? Or do you want to go to an AEW show and you can get a little closer to the fucking stage for half the fucking price? You better believe I'm there. To fucking go to this AEW show. And that's going to lead to people. Uh, less people going to the WWE show. So the more we do. When it comes to AEW. The more we change the pro wrestling scene. That's what it's all about. Changing the scene. Getting these guys. Uh, fucking. And these, girl, and these gals. 
fair pay, health care, a healthier schedule, and they'll be able to entertain more um, and give us a better show. So that's AEW, man. Great fucking job. I also want to see it, too. It was a fucking three-hour film. I had no idea that it, too, was a three-hour film. I got there at 4.20, which is rare for me because I like to do shit in the morning times. But, yeah, man, it, too. I went with a friend, and she was like, yo, I can't believe this shit is this fucking long. And um, one of the reasons why I went at 4 o'clock is because she wasn't off work until that time. So, went to see it. I won't say it was bad. I just also won't say it was incredibly good. Three hours is hard to keep anybody's attention. But I think I think it was good. I think it was good. I know I came on here and I murdered Hereditary. I did the same thing with the fucking other film, Midsummer, But I'm not going to do that to it. Only because I kind of know what I was going into. And even she's kept saying it. Like, I don't remember it being this way in the in the original. And I'm like, well, they can't give you the full-on story. But there was a lot of comedy, adult comedy mixed in there. They reverted to the kids a couple of times because they needed to. So there, was, there were some times where I just didn't remember which character was the kid playing the adult. There were some times where I missed the kids. You know, there were just things that just took place. But again, I don't know because I haven't watched it too. The original was so long. Maybe I should have watched it before I went. I usually do. I seen the original it before it came out again, the remake. And I think it was a smoother transition. But I'm going to go back and watch it too. Or wait, is it just it? I think it's just a two part series. I don't know. And I fucking, I don't know, dude. But what I can tell you is it wasn't the fucking greatest thing. It wasn't the greatest thing, but it wasn't awful either. It was really disgusting. Some parts were really fucking disgusting, which is cool. I love it for horror, you know? I love to see people squirming. I love to squirm and be like, how the fuck? Why would they even think of this shit? There was some shit in there where you're like, whose sick fucking brain thought of this? So I thought that was some of the cool things that was in there. There was also a kid around my, a little younger than my daughter, and he was sitting up in there. He was handling that shit. He was like not phased. Sometimes I hear him yelling like, ugh. And I'm like, they fucked their kid up, man. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. I've done my little parts trying to fuck my kid up when it comes to horror. Some shit where I just be like, you know what? That's too much. I don't want your mother cursing me the fuck out. But there are other times where I'm like, all right, if you're going to be brave and watch it, you need to watch it. Yeah, let's go ahead and fuck you up a little bit like me. And she'll sit there and take it. So it was really fucking cool to see this fucking kid like yawn at some of the shit. Like, oh, they tried that move, you know, whatever. And that didn't phase me. And um, I seen him while we were walking out, and I tell my friend, like, yo, he was a fucking, he was a gangster in there, dude. This little dude was a gangster, man. But, yeah, for those who want to go see it, I think you should. I think it was a good watch, especially if you're a fan of the original, just for nostalgia's sake. They didn't show it as well. I mean, they didn't, they didn't show him as much as I thought they would. He really got his shine in the first one. This one was more so geared towards the adults, all of the trippy shit that goes along with it. You know, he really didn't really have too much of a connection with the kid or with the adults until the ending of the movie. They all had their separate times when they had to relive certain things and, you know, come to their deepest parts of their soul. Some of the shit that they had locked away in secrets of that nature. They tried to defeat him. It was crazy that the way they defeated him is something they could have done at someone's house or they could have done that as kids as well but i thought they kind of did it but anyway it doesn't fucking matter I'm, I'm thinking too much into it it was a great fucking movie it was a good movie it was a good movie i won't give it great i think the first one was kind of great even though i don't think it had any replay value i never had the urge to watch it again when i did want to watch it again i got to about 10 minutes and i turned it off maybe because it was just all too entirely too long and i think that's going to be the same thing with this one for me, I just think this one is just entirely too fucking long of a movie. But the actors were great. The acting was great. I got kind of tired of the, the um, I forgot his name, Mike. I think his name was Mike, the black character. I got kind of tired of him, man. He was just, he needed to slow down and take a fucking chill pill, man. He was just too fucking erratic and he just, ne- he just couldn't get his, his sentences out and it was just... It was just a lot, man. It was a whole lot for me to take in with Mike. I think the sad, tragic story was Stan. It went the same way it did in the original. Stan didn't make it, guys. 
Hope that's not a spoiler. It shouldn't be. But, of course, he didn't make it to the fucking... He didn't make it back to Derry. So, and the way it turned out for him, it was just really sad. Um, but they kind of kept everything to a T, especially their background stories, you know. They kept the kids the same. They kept the, they kept their adult storyline the same. It was just a little couple tweaks when it came to some of the visual effects that were going on. But other than that, though, phenomenal fucking show, man. A phenomenal showing of what of how a, a movie can be done correctly and be a remake. Because Child's Play was terrible. You're going to hear me say that a couple fucking times. Only because I love fucking Child's Play, you know. And I love that series and it tore it to fucking shreds. And I'm disappointed in that shit. There are a couple that are done right. I think Halloween was done okay. Rob Zombie was behind the, the director's chair. I think it was cool. Some people were like, eh, but I think I think it was pretty cool. I think Rob kind of captured the character. I would like for them to do Friday the 13th again. They tried it in 2009 or 2012, one of the two, but it was just a, a total waste. It was with the kid from one of my favorite shows, Supernatural. It just didn't do it. So hopefully they do it again and they do it right. I think they're doing Nightmare on Elm Street again. I'm going to watch the remake again. Just because when I watched it, I didn't think it was terrible. But I'm going to watch it again because they never did a sequel to it. And um, But I think they're actually in talks to do that film again. I know they just did the Tales from the Hood 2. Oh, which was fucking terrible. The one is a classic. I know sooner or later, because they did Child's Play, they're going to wind up doing Leprechaun again. That will be interesting. And uh, I want to see this Doctor Sleep. I can't wait to see Dr. Sleep. Here's why I can't wait to see Dr. Sleep. And I and I fuck people up with this because I'm such a big horror fan. And I have never seen The Shining. I've tried. I've seen parts of it. I've seen 20 minutes of it, maybe. And I just... It bores the fucking shit out of me. Maybe I'm just not a big fan of Jack Nicholson. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I'm kind of on the same page as Stephen King when it comes to The Shining. It just isn't for me. I don't... I think they didn't do it any justice. But Dr. Sleep, I said it to my friend inside of the theater because they showed a trailer for it. And I'm like, well, at least it looks better than the fucking original. And, of course, she starts to laugh because she knows my sentiment on fucking on the original. But I'm going to watch it, guys. Don't don't think that I'm not going to watch it. When it comes to everything that's classic, I kind of watch. I just think some classics are better than others. Some of them age a little bit better. I think The Exorcist was pretty fucking dope. So I'll give The Shining a chance. There was one, The Green Inferno or something like that. And they had an original from the 70s. I thought that was pretty cool too. I watched that one. I forgot what it's called. Maybe The Green Inferno is the original and I'm thinking of something else. But I'll have to research it. I'll, I'll talk about it again on another podcast when I'm talking about all the fucking fucked up shit I've watched throughout my years. That's got me to this point to where I feel like I can take pretty much any type of horror film there is at least one go around. Now, some of them are so fucked up that I will never watch twice, but I at least do it once. Gotta do it once. It's almost like roller coasters and fucking heights for me because I'm terrified of heights. So, yeah, I've been on Superman, but I've only been on Superman once. I've been on Goliath, but I've only been on that motherfucker once. Only roller coaster I have never been on is Viper. I don't know why that shit intimidates the fuck out of me. It intimidates. It's too many loops, dude. I see it as soon as I show up. They shouldn't have it right there as soon as you show up. It's just too much for me to take in. And I always skip on that shit. But again, one time. So one day, I am going to get on Viper. Maybe I will do a video cast of it or something like that. Like, okay, here's my trip with fucking Viper. You guys are about to see me pass the fuck out a couple times. I may get off nauseous. I might even throw up. But never been on that motherfucker. And I have no problem telling you. Nope, I'll sit here. I'll wait for you guys. I'll hold the purses. I'll be with the kids. I'm not getting on this fucking ride. And that's how it's been my entire life. I don't know why I just can't get on that motherfucker. It's something about it, dude. I'm going to face that fear one day. Another thing I will never fucking do. I don't care at all. This is not. This does not have the once, the one-time rule for me. I'm not jumping out of anybody's fucking planes. I don't think I'm going to parasail ever in my fucking life. And I don't think I'm going to surf either i don't fuck with the ocean like that i think that shit is just too much to deal with there's too many things that's 
it's too much that can happen to you. I think there's just things that we don't know about down there. It's too big. Terrified of drowning. Yeah, but that's another fucking podcast. We'll save that shit, right? We'll save it. So I took my fucking Apple Watch 5 back, and boy, was that fucking representative mad at me. That agent was ticked the fuck off. One second. Got a message. All right, I'm back from that message, which was pretty a pretty good podcast topic for me, so I'm going to use it on a, on a later fucking podcast. But yeah, man, that fucking representative at the cell phone store was fucking... He had a little, he had a little spice to him. He was, he was a little fucking sassy, you know. Like, oh, okay. Well, let me run down this shit for you guys. So I go in the store. He's, he's at the door, exactly how it was when I first had the first interaction with him. He's standing there to be the first person to greet the fucking customer. So he sees me and I kind of give him a fucking sly smile. And he's like, yo, what's up? I'm like, yo, I gotta take this. I gotta bring this watch back. And he's like, yo, what's wrong? I'm like, I just, I don't want it. And he's like, why? And I'm like. Well, because the 4 had a different type of promo with it. The 4 said that it was the actual plan was going to be free. Um, I would have the $10 promo plan and then the $5 knocked off for uh, being on auto pay. And that was going to be for the entire 24 months. And with this 5, I thought about what you said. And this is only going to be that way for 3 months. Which means I get to try it out free for 3 months without the plan being intact. I said the, the 5 says that I can only try it out for three months. And then after that, the plan is included in my contract now. So I am not with that. I, do, I didn't want to pay for the plan at all. And he's like, well, that's crazy because I never heard of that. I thought the four was the same as the five. And I'm like, well, that's not what was said to me when I called one of the representatives on the phone. So he's like, okay, so go. he's just stopped the conversation. He was like, all right, let's go over here and bring you over here. So we started up. He's not saying anything else. He's just typing in the computer. And then he says, all right, I'm going to need you to unpair the um, unpair the watch. And I'm like, all right. So I go to the impair part. And I'm like, so this is it right here. And he's like, yeah, this is how it was the first time you did it. So I said, all right, I feel your sass there. So I'm going to amp it up a little bit. I said, yo, all right, I'm going to do it. I don't really give a fuck as long as the shit gets taken care of. Now. In life, you should know when someone starts to use profanity and someone is looks like me starts to use profanity and I'm pretty much cool. Your whole interaction with me has been cool and I'm not yelling at you. I just said it like in general conversation, like we homies. Like, yeah, man, all right, I don't really give a fuck as long as this shit's taken care of. It's probably time for you to start taking your sass meter down a bit. And when he does, he says, oh, yeah, well, okay, so, yeah, last time we did it, uh... It kind of worked this way, and um, but it's cool. It's cool. I'll just unpair it from. I'll unpair it from here. I'll just do a, a whole reset. Yeah, motherfucker, you could have. You could have done that from the jump, but you wanted me to do work just because you're mad that you're about to get your commission taken away. And I'm sorry, my dude, but your commission doesn't mean shit to me being locked into this watch for 24 fucking months. If it means your commission to me paying something that I didn't want to pay for in the fucking beginning. When you were trying to run through this shit like a car salesman and you could have just sat there and really explained this shit, we wouldn't have had this fucking problem. But you were too busy trying to get that fucking iPhone 5 under your belt, which is cool, dude. I'm not fucking mad at that. But you guys have a 30 day guarantee for a fucking reason. And I'm glad that I didn't come in on day 29 or day 30 because you would have tried some whole other bullshit on me. So anyway... He goes over, he calls his fucking manager for for the, for the codes because I guess he isn't as high up as he should be inside of the job. Or I can't say he should be, but he's not. he hasn't made it to that point yet to where he can just make returns without having a supervisor step in and put in the code. So the supervisor comes up, asks me the same fucking question. I tell him the same fucking answer. And he says the same thing. I haven't heard of that. So I said, look, guys. If it doesn't exist, if they gave me the wrong information or if I take something wrong there, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't want the watch anymore. I said, look, for what I put a down on this watch for, I could just go to Amazon right now and buy the motherfucker straight the fuck out. And, and from what you're saying, if I don't want the cellular part of the fucking phone... After three months, I can just say I don't want to pay for the cellular plan, but continue to pay for a device that has a cellular option. No, because they make watches that do not have cellular cellular capabilities. 
just GPS. And those watches are like $150 to $200 cheaper. So now you want me to pay for a device that has cellular capability, but not use the cellular? Then I'm paying for a device for no fucking reason. I'm not using half of it. No, dude, I'm not fucking stupid. So I could just go straight to Amazon and buy this fucking watch. Doesn't matter if I use a cellular or not. If I don't want cellular capabilities, then I'll just buy the GPS watch. And he says, well, you're not going to be able to buy the five for that price. And I'm like, no, I just had a four, which is pretty cool. The only difference between the two is one stays on and has a fucking compass. I can care less about either of those. I mean, the stay on version is pretty cool. But at the same time, dude, I don't need a watch right now for the businesses I have because they won't probably start up until a year from now, to be honest with you, when I will actually need this watch. And still, I don't think I'll need the watch. I always have my phone. I think the watch is pretty good for people who have jobs where they say, no, you can't have your phone with you at your desk. You can't have your phone with you um, when you're on the sales floor. You can't have your phone with you on your workstation. So you can just put your phone away or leave it in a car or keep it in your pocket and always have your watch on you to be able to check your uh, notifications and your emails and your, and your uh, text messages. I think that's a cool reason to have your watch. But for me right now, dude, I don't need that fucking watch. It's cool for me to have my phone wherever the fuck I am and I don't really need to hide it. So I don't need the watch. Hey, maybe next time, dude. So anyway, we got through the transaction. I asked him to make sure that my check was going to the right fucking place because I snowbird from Las Vegas to fucking California and I have my Las, my Las Vegas address on my uh, driver's license. So look, yeah, man, you're, you're not about to sit here and send my check now to, to another address. So he says, yeah, yeah, man, from the last time that we did everything, your, your address is still in there. Everything I put in there is the same. He's like the Inglewood address. I'm like, all right, for sure, dude. So, of course, I need to, uh, to make sure of this. So, I leave the store. I say, hey, man, I'm sorry about this. I apologize, bro. I, I know it fucks up your commission. We're getting closer to the holidays. But it also fucks up my money, too. And I have a daughter. And you have a Dragon Ball Z tattoo. And I don't think you have a child. It's kind of fucked up to say. But it just is what it is. I leave the fucking store. I go and call the fucking representatives in the customer care department. And I ask him to repeat my address for me. And he tells me my check should be there in three to five days because I pay uh, I pay cash for this motherfucking watch. So anyway, that was my whole stint with that fucking cellular store and taking back the Apple Watch. I just thought I'd give you guys an update on what happened there. It wasn't too much of long of a wait because he was sitting there, which means I, I picked a pretty good time to, to go. It was a Tuesday morning at around 11 o'clock and I was able to beat some of the lines. Majority of the people were already being helped. And it was still pretty much a packed house, but I guess he was just coming on to his shift. Me already dealing with him for the last two weeks, uh, knew that he he comes in at about 11 o'clock. So I tried to get there as soon as I could to make sure I was going to be one of the first people seen, especially since I was just returning a product. The manager was a shithead, and so was this guy. But it's all good. I understand why. It looks good for your numbers, and definitely looks bad when somebody takes a phone or a watch or any device back and you can't talk them into staying or you can't talk them into um, putting that money into something else and i would have chances are i would have got the airpods whatever i'll just buy those motherfuckers too i really don't want to be paying for those on a month-to-month basis the way they make you do things these days but that was the cell phone store so we'll move on to something else was that nasty can you guys no i don't think you'll be able to i don't care anyway Oh, shit. I pushed the mute button on an accident. Whoa. All right, we're back here. There, The verdict came out for the case in, I think it was Texas, where the officer went into the young gentleman's house, murdered him in his own home by mistaking that it was hers. I think she got 10 years, and the whole hoopla was about the judge giving her a hug after the verdict. One of the officers fixing her hair, the brother of the slain, gave her a hug after that. I guess out of a, a hug out of forgiveness. I don't know how you judge a situation. I, of course, I know the laws, and I can't tell you that doing 10 years isn't enough to teach someone a lesson. I remember old heads that I talked to said they stopped killing folks in the 90s and shit in the 80s because they start getting life numbers for it in the 70s and shit. I guess you would just get 10 years or something like that. So 
For some people, it's, it's they're accustomed to seeing someone get 10 to 15 years for a murder charge. In my era, though, I, I know for I know people to get fucking life. So, especially if, if the roles are reversed is what I'm saying. I walk into some woman, doesn't even have to be a race involved. Just to put white on it just adds on to it for some of us black people. But I walk into a white woman's home. I mistake it and I think that it's my house. And I'm like, yo, bitch, how the fuck are you sitting on my couch? And I murder you. Now, I didn't, th- I didn't think that this couch didn't look like mine's. I didn't, of course, the design, the model of the fucking house might be the fucking sign. But, bitch, you have personal belongings. None of this shit struck a chord to say, oh, fuck, I might be in the wrong fucking house. I've been drunk, man. I've been blasted to where I've been, where I've blacked out and still knew that some area was familiar to me. I'm not just going to walk into someone's home and think it's mine and kill a motherfucker. I got some questions to ask first, like, Yo, maybe I need to hear what this person is saying. Do we even get that? I don't know. I haven't done my research to say if this man even said, yo, what the fuck are you doing in here? You know, this is fucking crazy to me to say that not just a person walked into another person's house and killed them, but an officer of the law. I don't give a fuck what you were on. That makes it worse, especially in Texas, because in Texas, they'll fucking put you away five to ten years over a fucking Three grams of, of weed. Sorry to stutter there, but it just gets me going to see where we are and what they think is going to be acceptable to people. That's all this was. Well, we can't get her off. There's no way we can get her off with no fucking time. So what time is going to be okay to where motherfuckers don't start throwing riots and flipping this fucking town and we don't got all Al Sharpton and motherfuckers coming to fucking Texas? Well, let's give her 10 and see how they rock. No, man. I... For an officer of the law, I don't think that's enough time. You won't get me. Look, you have to be kind of careful what you say on the Internet these days. So I'm not going to sit here and just try to fucking put myself on the cross. But everybody knows this is fucking crazy. I'm sure you have to know. If you're just a human being, you understand this is fucking crazy. They gave fucking Michael Vick close to 10 years for fucking fighting dogs, man. You're telling you're telling me that it's okay for, for those two to have the same amount of time? Like, what the fuck? How are we looking at the world and how are we judging people and sentencing people? Color, race, age, background, history. What the fuck are, are the, the parameters here? Everybody can't have a different route of going about things. I won't even go into the rest of the shit where you start seeing... One person get killed over cigarettes and then another person actively killing folks does a fucking killing spree. And then they put a, a vest on them while they're arresting them, getting, getting a, pick them up some fucking burgers. Like, yo, dude, at some point you have to just see where we are as a society. But to keep it on fucking track, dude, I just couldn't imagine someone coming into my home and murdering one of my loved ones because they thought that it was their house you ever walked to a fucking grow you ever walked out of a grocery store and gone to the parking lot and just so happens you're probably looking down looking at your groceries you probably got other shit on your mind you're probably looking at your phone which you shouldn't be doing walking and texting (laughs) either way it goes your attention is somewhere else and you walk to the wrong fucking car you're like oh okay that's funny as fuck why am i at this this car this car looks just like mine's you don't sit there and try to force the key in for three minutes, start lifting up the fucking handle and saying, what the fuck? Why won't my car let me in? And then if you were to see somebody sitting in the passenger seat, I guarantee you wouldn't fucking start shooting them. You'd probably say, oh, fuck, this is not my fucking car. I'm not even a fucking officer of the law. And that's probably how this fucking scenario would go. So somebody's got to tell me, what are all the details here? Because what I'm getting from our media, none of this shit adds up. I don't understand how the fuck she only got 10, especially for being that irresponsible. She's going to have the most protective custody inside of that place. There's not going to be a person to get to her. Not saying that I would like for that to happen. But everything from the top to the bottom says that 
the justice system isn't for people of my kind, man. You have to be careful out there. It's sad that you have to be careful in your own fucking home these days. And some of these wild ass states, especially in the South. And I love the South. I love I love the Southern people, man. I love talking and, and interacting with Southern people. I think they're some of the most kindest people out there. Or ki- most kind people out there. I don't know if kindest is an actual word. It doesn't fucking matter. It's my show. Fucking kindest. People in the fucking world. But at the same time, dude, they got some wild fucking laws. And just so it's not even that far, too. Fucking Nevada has a hold your ground. Not not hold your ground. That's totally different. But you can you, a right to carry. They have a right to carry in these fucking states. I can just walk around and intimidate a motherfucker walking to a grocery store with my fucking pistol on me, man. Because, you know, some of these people go hunting and shit like that. But still... Why the fuck do you need your fucking gun in the library? Why do you need your gun while you're going grocery shopping for meat? I understand shit is popping off right now, but a lot of us really have to continue to just live life like we've been doing it for the for the longest time. We're not out there showing our fucking pistols like we're an officer, dude. You work at fucking Staples. Why are you walk up in this motherfucker with your 9mm on your hip like you do this every fucking day? You might just start tripping because I try to take your fucking parking spot. You want to shoot me now, dude? Yeah, a lot of imita- a lot of intimidation goes into uh, carrying and and being able to just carry in public. Yeah, you have the right to bear arms, dude. But in California, from what I still know, my knowledge of it is you got to have that thing tucked away. You got to have it in a safe case, which makes no sense, of course, when you're driving. You don't really want your gun in a fucking trunk and inside of a lockbox for sure if something was to get the fucking popping off but at the same time dude you're not fucking bruce willis what the fuck is gonna really pop off with you if you're in that type of shit you probably just need to stay in the fucking house or move the fuck out of the fucking state if you think when you pull up to a fucking light someone's gonna start shooting at you like you're fucking bruce willis or somebody a fucking action hero fucking steven seagal in the fucking 90s or something dude you need to fucking chill out and stop smoking weed and have <laughs> making your asshole paranoid or something. Just calm the fuck down, and and you probably you probably won't need to have your fucking gun out on you like that. Just my take on it, dude. Fucking guns are scary as fuck, nigga. Where the fuck are you guys just walking out? And I'm thirty something, dude. Don't get me started on all the shit that I done been through and how you being nervous having a good gun makes me fucking nervous too. So what happens when both of us have a fucking gun? We're both fucking nervous. You know, you look like some fucking racist motherfucker who wants to shoot my head off and that's going to intimidate me and now I want to make sure I got my fucking hand on my hip dude it just it doesn't why are we out here living like this for real that's my fucking question what the fuck is really going on to where people feel like yo even if somebody comes into take say for instance like they did when fucking Batman came out and some fucking nut job wants to fucking go in and start shooting up everybody in the fucking theater what is you and your pew pew Going to do when he's got an automatic weapon. Maybe you're, maybe you you don't freeze up. Maybe you're quick enough on a quick draw. This ain't call, this ain't Call of Duty, nigga. Like this isn't Battlefield. This is not a fucking video game. There's no respond. What happens if you start letting out loose and you start hitting innocent people too because you're trying to get away while you shoot? You're not gonna just sit there, man. You're not gonna just fucking sit there. Like you're uh, a fucking action fucking movie star. You're not Dwayne fucking Johnson. You're not built like this. You're not out there in the field in Afghanistan or wherever the fuck our military is right now. And just stand there and take fucking cover. Do some roll fucking dodges. Shoot a couple rounds. Save a fucking baby. Kiss a mother on the cheek. Say go get safe and start shooting some more. Dude, you are a regular fucking civilian who shoots at a target on your fucking days off. No, I don't trust you walking around with a fucking weapon, dude, in a goddamn Vons grocery store like you're fucking macho man Randy fucking Savage or somebody. I don't understand why people are allowed to just have these guns out there like that. And I say a lot to say this has nothing to do with a, reg- with a fucking regular civilian. Of course, this was a cop that did this. But that's what makes me scared. If a cop does this and they only give you 10 years, what's going on with the people at these right to carry fucking states? Like... All this shit doesn't make any fucking sense. And the price of a life, and especially the price of a life of a minority, is going fucking dirt cheap right now. It's very unsettling. Anywho, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you couldn't tell, 
about the last 15 minutes here, man, I had to just go back in because I was editing this bitch and I seen that it stopped at about 45 fucking minutes. I guess I didn't come back to it. It's been a rough week. But anyway, you guys will still get this full episode of an hour. I'll make sure of that shit. I'll do some more edits to this last portion and make sure that it still stays at about an hour, even though you guys don't give a fuck anyway. I think 15 minutes of me is enough, right? But I hope you enjoyed your motherfucking episode this fucking Tuesday. Stay tuned for next Tuesday's episode. I got a great guest coming on. Me and my boy, uh, we get into some great conversations. He's just as fucked up as I am. He says some incredibly funny shit sometimes and knowledgeable shit at times too. So look for him. I'll be chopping it up with that guy, probably drinking some wine. I'll probably cook the whole fucking nine for this episode. We'll talk about everything from movies to wrestling, to every fucking thing, life and, and life in general. I hope you guys enjoyed this motherfucking episode. This is a podcast about everything, the award-winning, most famous podcast that's never won shit nobody knows about. We will see you fucking next week, motherfucker.